I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And with us tonight, we've got producer Joe. Check one, two. And I believe the doc is somewhere in the building, he's, so he's, he's going to make out. an appearance at some point yes. tonight. So yeah, he will barge like, through the door. Yes, he will. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's out there saving wildlife. Yes, we're friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And actually, somehow amazing. I don't know if this is a, what is a space time continuum. We are actually in Canada right now, as we are. <laughs> That's right. Pro- producing or saying this thing. In Vista right now. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, my mind is blown right now thinking about that. It's mind blown. Pre, pre-recorded, canned. Pre- yes. Uh, so that we, so our listeners would not miss out. Yeah. We he asked for the- two weeks off and Joe said, no, no come no, on in. No, I no reserved chance. the studio, yeah. uh, but we're happy to do it. True. So talent created mystery. You just took all the air out of it. Yeah. <laughs> pre-recorded. <laughs> ah. That's okay. But now okay. I understand better now you why, know better. why I'm in Canada <laughs> listening to myself in Vista right now. You, do you think I'm going to give you a chance to listen to the podcast? No. No, I got things to say. We I got, got stories to let's share. Let's do it. Let's go. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California. Beer Mecca within a beer Mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. We're having a great time with this podcast, whether we're in Vista or Canada or somewhere in between. Hope you're having a great time listening. We do need your support to keep this thing going. Head to our website, I like beerthepodcast.com. Click on buy me a coffee. It's that easy. Sign up for a membership. You get, what do they get, Joe? Hey, y'all. Coffee sucks, but I really like beer, and you should buy me a beer. <laughs> so you go to ilikebeerthepodcast.com and click on buy me a coffee, and you can buy me a beer. Thanks. They get Todd's happiness, which is <laughs> worth a lot. Yeah. What will they get with a membership? Step it up. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Premium content. They do. Whiskey Wednesday content. That's Buy Me a Coffee. Click on it. The link. It's right in the website. Yep. Or you can pick up some ILB swag at our online store. Uh, Links to both the Buy Me a Coffee and ILB store are on the website, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. And, of course, make sure you find and follow us on social media at ilikebeerthepodcast on Instagram and ilikebeerthepo1 and ilikebeerthetaw1 on Twitter. If Doc was here, not just wandering the building somewhere, he'd want to know what we're drinking. He would. And we, again, have... Some beers gifted to us from our friends at Culver Beer Company in Carlsbad and our friend Travis Hudson at the Brewer's Tap Room. And they're hazies. Very excited. That they mm. sent for Doc. That's why I'm, but I'm not Doc waiting. Not here yet. That's true. So we're going to start with the Culver. It's called Spellcrafter. I'm going to pour a little here and send it on the can on over to you. Oh, I'm going to keep pouring so I can get a good nose on this. This is Spellcrafter, a hazy. Ben over at Culver was telling me they're trying to figure out their take. The, what do they think this style should taste like? So that's something they're they're playing around with the style. And that's quite good. It is very good. It's got, it's interesting because it's not, on so, the nose, There's you don't smell any, any like, like bitterness, like hops. You know, you mm-hmm. don't smell like the piney resin at all, but you do get it. You pick it up in the taste. I get a lot of the citrus in the. But taste. you get the citrus too as well. It's kind of an interesting mix. Oh, I like that quite a bit. 
I think it's a really good mix, a good blend of, of the citrus. It's not too too much of a fruit bomb. Some of them are super, and then others have you know are too much on the um, the piney side. I think this does a nice job of blending it. I felt that when Ben was explaining it, he was protesting too much. Like, uh, you know, we're trying to dial in this style the way we want it to taste, what we think of hate. I just kind of felt like he was maybe talking around that maybe he wasn't that proud of the beer. Right, right, right. right. But then he gave it to me for the podcast. I'm like, well, you must... Must be yeah, proud enough. He knows we're going to talk about it, yeah, and yeah. he knows us well enough that we're going to be honest yeah, about it's, it. It's really good. It's very clean, really good. good drinking beer. I like I it a lot. He was, yeah, he was having me lower my expectations yeah, so I could smart. be pleasantly surprised. It yeah. is very good. Six point five percent, thirty IBUs. Uh, that mosaic is just hinted at. Yeah, a lot of times mosaic kind of takes over a beer, which I don't mind. I like mosaic, but the mosaic and the Eldorado complement each other quite nicely. Hmm. Well, thank you, Culver. Yeah, well done. Jealous. So jealous. You're almost there. Almost there. Yeah. In fact, actually, right now in the alternative universe, you're drinking, drinking with us yeah, in no, Canada right, right now, right. just to go back to that. Yeah. Oh, that's yes. nice. Yeah. What a nice so, But you're watching that. us drink right now in yeah. Vista. So that's where mine is blown. Right it is blown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By Wednesday, I'll have my drinking legs under that's me. That's true. So. Yeah. So you should be pretty good. <laughs> I'll be doing and by Thursday, I'll be over things. you. Yeah. <laughs> well, beer in hand. It's time for toast, roast, and pour one out. I have some beer toast. Let's hear them. You want to hear them? Okay. Yeah. I uh, like Toast Athletic Brewing. They made the yeah. Time Magazine list of 100 most influential companies. So that, that's, that's cool pretty fascinating. See. Yeah. That's cool. How about that? Yeah, with the non-alcoholics. Non-alcoholic, yeah. So nice. I, I hope we get to go visit them in their uh, San Diego location. Yeah, we should. I've knocked on the door a few times, and I've stood around looking important, but it hasn't got me in. <laughs> yeah, dang it. Um, <laughs> they're like, John Candy's here. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Never going away. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Too soon? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Joe makes his choices and suffers the consequences. Uh, that's right. Uh, oh, I feel really bad. You shared with us. It was I your shared. moment of vulnerability, and, and here I just mocked it. I shared an absolute confidence. Uh, yes. Yeah, I feel really, I do podcast. feel bad now. I feel really bad now. Sorry about that. I'm also going to toast Uber Beer. Uber Beer. Okay. In North Carolina, two brothers, Nico and Jean-Luc Desmarot, are putting science to good use by trying to create the perfect beer, one that tastes good but it's loaded with vitamins and nutrients, a mm. healthy beer made with super grains like quinoa and amaranth, cramp bark, couch grass. I don't know what they put in it. Uh, so a nutritious brew, and they're calling that Uber Beer. Nice. Now they have a GoFundMe, and you can follow their research on a TikTok channel, so seems okay. pretty legit. Yeah. Pretty solid. <laughs> so right. Uber Beer's in our future. There you go. Yeah. I'll toast it. Very good. As long as it tastes good. All right. For well, now, yeah. For my toast, and I'm going to do a Savannah Bananas update. Remember, mm-hmm. we talked about them, I yeah. think it was last week. We talked about their rules or if you could catch a foul, foul ball, the, the batter's yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and their most recent update here, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Bill Lee. He's actually a former um, pitcher for the Red Sox. He's actually in the Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Famer. He's 75 years old. Um, one of the big things when he was pitching back in the day, he would do this EFIS pitch where he would just like lob this ball up and he would just strike guys out or whatever else. So anyways, he's at the Savannah Banana game um, recently and he's having a beer up in the stands and they actually pulled him out of the stands to pitch to a batter. Nice. And he comes walking down. He's got his beer in hand. He's just got his goatee and all that. <laughs> and, he's, and actually, he comes up there and the crowd's going crazy and everything else. And he proceeds to walk and he 
strikes the guy out with an EFIS pitch. He did, honestly. I mean, he struck the guy out because I don't think they've ever seen it. years old? Yeah, it's 75 years old. And uh, so it's pretty awesome. So uh, awesome. I think, here, here, I'll just leave it to you if you don't know who the, they, his nickname was the Spaceman. And if you don't know who he was, he's actually, um, back in the day, he was asked about mandatory drug testing when he was playing for the Red Sox. And this was his response. He says, I've tried just about all of them, but I wouldn't want to make it mandatory. <laughs> so I'm, I'm toasting 75-year-old Bill Lee who still struck someone out with his famous EFIS pitch. And that's it, the Savannah Bananas update of the week. Nice. Just keep a keep yeah. a look. I, I for a long time would follow the Portland Hops for yeah. exciting fun news, but they're having much more fun in Savannah. They yeah. are. Oh. All right. So that's our toast. You got another one or you got a roast? I gotta go to a roast at this point now. All right. Let's yeah. Do it. So the roast again, I, I think I poured one out. I don't know if it was last week or recently for the truth. Um, yeah. you know, just saying people are just willing to just whatever, say whatever. It doesn't matter who they are, what their position is. And I, and it's definitely not getting any better. Our, our politicians just continue to kind of waste time or waste our time and get people upset for no reasons. And, I, um, here's one of the one, here's the one I saw this week and I just had to share cause normally I'm, I'm trying to stay away from this stuff just cause like I said, it gets so frustrating, but this one's unbelievable. So there's a state Senator, his name's Bruce Bostelman from Nebraska. And so he was in a debate. Uh, uh, about a bill that was going to help students who have behavioral problems. And so he proceeds to go on a rant. And the rant was, is uh, about furries in schools. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if you know what furries are, but I basically, yes. Um, I'm going to read his quote so he'll explain what a furry is. He says, I'm a little shocked. This is his quote. This, he's actually saying this on the floor in the state legislature in Nebraska. I'm a little shocked, I guess. It's something called furries, he said. If you don't know what furries are, it's where school children dress up as animals, cats or dogs during the school day. They meow and they bark. And they interact with the school and teachers in this fashion. And now schools are wanting to put litter boxes in the schools for these children to use. <laughs> How is this sanitary? Sanitary. How can schools allow this to happen? Yeah. Well, it turns out it isn't happening. Right. It was a fake debunked kind of a hoax. But he just heard it and decided, hey, I'm going to fly off the handle and go and speak and tell everybody how bad this is without doing any type of checking. And I guess basically about an hour after his his, uh, speech, he had to uh, issue a statement recanting his rant. And in fact, he said, uh, according to what he goes, I checked with one of his fellow state senators who actually leads their education committee. And she said, yeah, none of that's ever happened. And so he just said, it's just something I felt that if this is really happening, we need to address it. So there you have it. That was was his comeback. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if we, yeah. So, anyways, there you go. Do some research. I'm sure they have staffs. They should have been able to say, "Guy, don't embarrass yourself here." So that's there, that's my roast a on that one. Certain type of politician that's, that's just falling over themselves oh. to have false outrage about anything. anything. Yeah. So I think they do have staff, yes. and they're saying to the staff, "Find me something to pound the table and scream and yeah. shout about." Um, get my 15 minutes right. Let, yeah. So I can get a spot on. So I get covered yeah. on some other news channel. Hundred percent. And have something to send out on social media. Yeah. So they're just looking for something to be pretend to be angry about. Yeah. There you go. But no one ever cares. So I guess that's how it'll go for a yeah. while. Well, that was Nebraska, huh? That was Nebraska. Proud Nebraskan. Proud Nebraska. People voted for him. They did. They yeah. did. <laughs> how about a, I got a beer pour too? Let's hear your pour. It's not really a pour. It's a drop. Okay. okay. <laughs> Not a mic drop. It's a Miller Lite drop. Okay. Miller Lite is uh, selling now Miller Lite flavored drops to add on to your non-Miller Lite beer. So it will taste like... (laughs) Miller Lite beer. Miller Lite. Well, that makes sense. They said you shouldn't drink bad beer. So if you're drinking a bad beer, you put these drops in Mm. and now it will taste like Miller Lite. So I get a Miller Lite can that's dated like (laughs) two or three years previously. I just put the fresh drops in it, freshens up my drink and I'm good to go. Right. 
So I'm not sure if I'm pouring one out for no. bad beer or, or roasting just them. dropping in or roasting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where that landed. There's a fine line sometimes between the roast and the pour. I would like yeah. to have a Miller Lite once in a while, just to yeah, just, just to remember. Just to say, imagine when it's super cold. The first few sips are, are yeah. you're like this, this is better than I thought, and yeah. then by the middle of the beer, you're kind of yeah. This oh, is a Miller Lite. Oh. I feel the same way about Corona. I had about three or six this weekend, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I I really enjoyed them because I was listening to live music and they were fantastic, but. They always give me a headache. I was going to ask, yeah, did yeah, you get the I got Corona my, headache? I got my Corona headache. I don't know what it is in there. So, but anyways, but uh, but they were really tasty because they were cold, and I was in a felt like a felt like a beach environment. So it was it was nice. But then the then the headache hit. So, <laughs> um, well, so I'm just going to stick along on the themes. I wasn't going to do it, but since we keep talking about truth, uh, I'm going to pour one out for hopefully I'm hopefully pouring one out for Herschel Walker's uh, uh, political career. Um, great running back for the University of Georgia. Uh, if you're not aware, he's actually running now for Senate. In Georgia, and uh, he's been telling people um, basically that not only did he graduate from Georgia, but he was saying, "Hey, I was one of the um, top one percent of the class. I graduated in the top one of the percent of the class." Right? Only problem, not true. He actually never really graduated from there. He left early to go to the NFL. So he's been telling people that. Uh, he also on his website, you can go there. He was one point he was boasting that he was the valedictorian of his high school. Okay. Uh, that never happened. Um, and, uh, you know, he's just, he's got a bunch of other things where he probably is, is, um, what do you want to say? I don't know. Like I said, again, truth, truth is out and, and stuff. And I think, you know, it, I think it's funny there that further proof that maybe not telling the truth doesn't matter is here's the quote from the, um, the person I think that is, uh, oh, this is one of his communications director here. So she, she said, there's not a single voter in Georgia who believes that whether Herschel Walker graduated the top of his class or as valedictorian 40 years ago or has, at all has any bearing on his ability to be a great United States Senator. So the truth has no bearing <laughs> on the ability to telling the truth, to be a great United States Senator. And, and just to follow that up, because I saw this one a couple weeks ago and, and I was actually waiting for the doc to be here. And so he just walked in, um, this could kind of tell you whether Walker was the uh, valedictorian or whatever else. Here is his quote recently on evolution. Uh, he said that um, he didn't understand how humans could have evolved from apes. Well, he was speaking. He was speaking at church. He said, I, I don't understand how humans could have evolved from apes because at one time science said that man came from apes. But if that was true, why are there still apes? Right. Think about it. Right. Mind blown. Mind blown. Hey, that's some deep thinking. That's hey, Herschel, Doc. Herschel hey. Walker. Herschel What's Walker. Happening? Yeah. Hey. Oh, so, you guys started no. drinking without me. Yeah. Here you go. Hazy yes. even. So, we there you have it. It's a hazy. Pouring, pouring one out there. Valedictorian at his high school. Top 1% <laughs> graduate. And debunk that's some, debunker of the evolution theory. That is some serious padding of your resume. Yeah. I mean, fudging how many service hours you did, or right. or well, I was there nine months. That's pretty much a year. This is uh, I was valedictorian, and I got a college degree. Yeah, I didn't just get a college degree. Right. Top one percent. Well, and the thing is, that's so amazing. I guess about it, and that's where the the frustration has to come. Is that how easy is this to just fact check for yeah. anybody mm. in the world to fact check? And and their and their spokesman comes out. It doesn't matter. We don't care if he tells the truth. He should have just said, I was the first man to walk on the moon. Yeah. yeah. Right? You know, I mean. I just it, added that to my resume. I just yeah, put yeah. that in my Just put it in your resume. Yeah. I just want, resume. do you know what, guys? I won the Heisman Trophy. <laughs> yes. Wow. I, mean, okay. I mean, that's where we're at at this point. Yeah. If it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. You know, matter. the trophy kind of looks like it. It does, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Anyways, that's an important one. I, it's been a hard night on the truth. Sorry, guys. Yeah. yeah. Back to more fun in your programming. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Toast, Roast, and Pour One Out.
you got the culver there, the spell spellcrafter doc. Oh, your gusto. <laughs> We've got another one too. We're gonna open it up because we're ready. This is from our friend Travis. This is In Memoriam Hazy IPA from uh, Mother Earth. Mother Earth. Another Mother Hazy. Earth what a good night. Good night. Just in time. Collaborate. Their Project X is where they collaborate with an artist. This was Sean Dominguez. Oh, really? Yep. And we went to school with him. Yep. Yeah. It's a memorial uh, to Nate Sirocco, who I did not know, but when he passed away uh, not a couple few months ago, there was a lot about him in the beer industry. Sounds like he was an amazing... Awesome dude. And there's his uh, portrait on the can. Nice. So wish we had known him. What's but this one called? In Memoriam? For, in okay. Memoriam. Oh, Hazy gosh. IPA, Mother Earth. And this came from the Brewer's Tap Room. It's part of their Beer of the Month Club. So I also saw, speaking of Brewer's Tap Room, they, they released their newsletter today. And they're going to become, I guess this summer, they're going to celebrate their fifth year anniversary. And they've got all kinds of events coming up. So check out their, their newsletter um, and, and see some of the stuff they're having, like a I think a five, a lot of stuff with five in it, 5K, uh, some type of chili cook-off. And then he, the really cool part about that is he posts all the beers and, and kegs that are, they're going to be tapping soon at there. So check it out. Top tap yeah. room, easily best tap room in uh, in North County, if not all of San Diego. A sober little bird named Joe told me we may have Travis in studio sometime. That That's we're trying exciting. to work yeah. that, that out. That's right. Okay. Woo, this is good. <laughs> uh-huh. well, I guess I should pour some. Wow. Yeah, this is your your this yes. is the juice bomb that this the spell the spell crafter is your kind of mellow balanced New yeah. England type IPA and this is your San Diego hazy juice bomb, oh, right? That's it's, fantastic. It's good. It's yeah. it's oh, that's bad. that's it's really not too sweet and juicy. No, it isn't, but that's but not good. sweet. No. Yeah, no, it's good. That's the best hazy I've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. Let's stock up on that one. Yeah. I like it. I like mm-hmm. it. I I might like the spell crafter a little more for my taste buds. But they're both excellent. Yeah. This one's a 7.5, and it does come across a little bit boozy to me. I really like that a lot. Mm. Both they're, they're both good. good. They're Two both excellent good. beers. Yeah. Well, thank you, Travis. Thank you, Travis. We are uh, heading out on our annual spring break brewery tour. <clears throat> this year, we're headed to the Great White North. That is true. Where, where are we going? You tell them uh, where so, we're going. Oh, where we're going? So we're going to be leaving sunny San Diego and heading to Vancouver, Canada first. Uh, I checked the weather. It will be raining, and it's, uh, you know, mid, low 50s, high 40s. So <laughs> I don't know why we're leaving sunny San Diego. <laughs> yeah. It's not <laughs> the first time we've left. Yeah, I know. It's fine. But we're going to go there. It's uh, It should be awesome. We're going to spend, I think, about four days in Vancouver area, hitting breweries there, uh, doing some sightseeing as well. I think we're going to head up to Whistler and Squamish area. Um, do some axe throwing, which which the, uh, is definitely something that's on the bucket list to do. Awesome. Um, and apparently up there, it's no problem. You you can drink and throw axes, which I don't think in California you could probably do that. But do you know I got a gold medal in axe throwing? Did you? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Put it on your resume. The Olympic gold medal. Yes, very good. <laughs> yes, I think Herschel got the silver. He did get the silver. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. That's that's because he was he got the gold in downhill skiing that year and he was tired. So, uh, but anyways, and then we're gonna we're gonna get on the boat and the ferry and cross over to uh, to the island there to Vancouver Island, and we're gonna spend another four or five days in in Victoria and, and hit all of that area that that um, southern part of the island and hit the breweries there. Both both places have just fantastic brewery scenes, um, so it should be a lot of fun. Uh, we're gonna do some whale watching. Finally, get you to see some orca, and uh, yeah, so that's that's our plan. Had a listener come up to me uh, this week on a win- uh, Monday, yeah, and said I heard about your your new trip. 
good luck seeing Orca this time. Nice. Yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, he, and he remembered that he didn't get to see them last yeah, time. Yeah, that's so right. We someone's even, listening. We even went to Orcas Island. And yeah. You would have thought they would have been everywhere. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to walking to every brewery and saying, I'll have a hazy, eh? Yeah. <laughs> or do you have a hazy, eh? But yeah. yeah, we're going to go over the language next one so we okay. know how to properly right, speak you. as we get there. Right. So soon. That's right, because you you have knowledge. This is your stomping grounds. You have families with dual yeah. citizenship. Yeah. Uh, I'm Canadian by there. marriage. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so you have information, knowledge, trail knowledge I sadly don't possess. So yeah. hoping you'll prepare us for this trip. Yeah, I have knowledge tonight that you can get readily available on the internet. Please help. On the World Wide Web. Um, but I have been there many, many, many times. So, uh, but I, I thought I would look a little deeper than my basic knowledge and just find out some of those those interesting facts that you may not know about. Uh, uh, so we're calling this crash course in Canadian. Okay. I don't nice. know if there's some music for that, but it, I there feel like you should have be, like yeah. the uh, the strange root cuckoo 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 cuckoo, and then just a crash course in Canadian. So, um, anyways. First thing really interesting about Canada is that it is largely uninhabited. About 90% of the country is uninhabited. So if you think about that, it's basically about the size of the United States, but uh, it only has about 11% of our population. It is colder. It is colder. Yes, that's exactly why. (laughs) And actually, 90% of those Canadians live within... 300 miles of the United States. So the border is where everybody lives. And that's why it is very cold. You know why? Because the north, it's colder than shit. It is colder. It's north of the wall. So, and you don't want to go beyond the wall. That's where the wildlings live. (laughs) Um, Anyways, it has the world's longest non-military border and the largest coastline in the world. Um, Another thing you may, you're probably already aware of this, but I can take this one step forward. That that Canadians are known for their politeness, Mm. right? Um, And uh, they do have a thing, though, that, that they say sorry so much that they may, in 2009, an apology act was passed. And that made apologies inadmissible in court. <laughs> so, so um, you can't use those in court. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm sorry. Like, sor- I sorry, sorry, I hit you. Sorry, or something like that. You can't use that in court. There was a great. I think yeah. it was Dimitri Martin had a great joke. Probably. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, and I apologize mean exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. Unless you're at a funeral. Yeah. Yeah, actually, an apology <laughs> is an expression or sympathy or regret. That's really is, and not an admission of fault or liability. Um, they are actually so polite that they've even prepared for aliens. First country in the world that they created a landing pad specifically for UFOs. Smart. It's located in St. Paul, smart. Alberta, and it was opened in 1967. Okay. Um, 67? Yeah. Uh, it also contains a time capsule. They'll be opening that in 2067. So mm-hmm. they're ahead of it. Uh, talk a little bit about Canadian culture. Uh, top sports there, hockey, curling. And now they're a soccer nation as they qualified for the World Cup for like the first time in wow. 30, like 36 years, 35 years, whatever it was. Top foods, maple syrup, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, they produce 71% of the world's maple syrup. Um, and um, to be pure Canadian maple syrup, it's it comes most of it comes from Quebec. Um, yeah, it was, on that note, I was looking up, you know, beers for my beer, not a beer, Canadian beers. And yeah. A lot of them had, you know, maple, maple syrup. syrup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing that you may not know, though, is that uh, Canadians love craft dinner. So we call it mac and cheese down here. Mac and cheese. We all grew up, I think, and fed our kids, raised our kids on mac and cheese. They call it craft dinner up there. Um, it actually probably should be their national dish. Um, they consume uh, 1.7 million out of the 7 million packages sold each week globally. It says they are... Uh, they, uh, they consume more craft than any other country and 55% more than the United States. So they are lovers of craft dinner. Um, I don't want to steal your thunder a little bit, but I will talk a little bit about animals. Okay. Okay. So they are known as the polar bear capital. 
Um, Churchill, which is in northern Manitoba, has approximately 15,500 of the world's 25,000 polar bears. Um, they actually have, it's the only place in the world that has a polar bear prison. Oh, um, man, I want to know more about this. Yeah. Wow. And it says sometimes the town is home to more polar bears than people. Uh. Um, it actually says <laughs> there are few residents who live there leave their cars and homes unlocked in case they or a visitor need a quick escape from a polar bear. <laughs> so that tells you they have a polar bear problem. Uh, or not a problem. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe not. But yeah. it's just part of life. Yeah. Uh, it's and a then, polar bear opportunity. There you yeah. go. Well, they're very welcoming. They welcome the aliens. Might as well welcome uh, the you know polar bears. Polar bears. And then also, this is actually, I found this fascinating, that Manitoba is snake territory. It's one of their, their ter- territories. And it's actually... You know, if you ask most people, they would think that Australia is the snake capital of the world. Mm. They said, actually, Manitoba has the world's largest concentration of snakes. And in May, they said about 70,000 snakes come out of hibernation. And the, the bit most popular breed is their red-sided garter snakes. I think the big thing with that, they probably don't have too many venomous, venomous snakes, ones, yeah. but they have a lot of snakes. Mm. Um, some special Canadians. Shout out. I don't know if you guys knew this. Santa Claus is Canadian. Huh. Yeah. That I did not know. Yeah, I, did. I found that out, too. And apparently, their immigration minister in 2012 declared that Santa Claus was indeed a Canadian citizen. And that's why his signature look is a red and white suit, mm, which are the sure. colors of Canada, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh-huh. basically he sent out that if you want to send uh, letters to Santa, you just use this address, Santa Claus, North Pole, H-O-H-O-H-O, Canada. <laughs> there you have it. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's a big one. I did not realize that. Um, we have a lot of other things we worry about. I guess our government does. They up there make Santa Claus a citizen. Uh, musicians. Some of the best, right? Neil Young, Rush, Bare Naked mm-hmm. Ladies, Justin Bieber, Just Celine Dion. They're all Canadian mu- musicians. I've got um, Bieber fever. Who doesn't? Who uh, arrogant Worms, for those that are looking for some deep cuts. Um, there's also many famous um, Canadians, but I believe that they probably, uh, comedians seem to be their forte. Yeah. And Ryan's. True. And Ryan's. Yes. Yes. Right. Uh, so some of the, I, I had to narrow this list way down, but some of the more famous comedians that you might know, Seth Rogen's Canadian, uh, Eugene Levy, Canadian, Mike Myers, Catherine O'Hara, Rick Moranis, and of course our favorite, John Candy. Hell of a handsome yes. guy. Yeah, John Candy. <laughs> he is a handsome guy. <laughs> and, uh, and last but not least on the Canadian culture, uh, top Canadian beers, there's a great craft beer scene up there, and we're going to find a lot more about it. I'm going to have you guys guess real quick. What do you think is the number one selling beer in Canada? Joe. Molson. Molson. Todd. Coors. Coors. Jeff. Well, this is too hard. Yeah, come on. You <laughs> I was thinking it. Molson, too. Molson, too. No, the number one selling beer in Canada is Budweiser. Oh, uh, I was close. I knew it was uh, American. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, but yeah, Molson, uh, Moosehead, Kokanee. Um, yeah, Moosehead. That's what Moosehead is a good guess. Yeah, you haven't seen Moosehead in forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah it's, it, I found some actually when we did our, when I did the Strange Brew episode. I found some most yeah, yeah, yeah. and Moose that's head. probably I probably about the last yeah. you could get. So I don't know. It was know. pretty good. I it drank that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I drank that a lot in college. Lot, so head. we'll get some. No, I've been up there. I've been to a bunch of the breweries we're already going to, and they they have some great breweries and really good beers. And uh, and there's a bunch that have come in since the last time I've been up there. Even so, Labatt's. That's the Labatt's is the one. Yeah, that that's the one uh, that, um, that my was, wife's. That wasn't as good. My wife's dad used to whenever I'd go over to their house, he always had Labatt's. I don't know where he got it, but because they lived in Carlsbad, but they, <laughs> he I maybe Costco was selling Labatt's at the time. I don't know. That one wasn't as good. I've had that recently too. Yeah. So all right, that was Crash Course in Canadian. That was good. I feel prepared. All right, which is good because I'm there now. I have one thing to add uh, in my in my looking for beers today, that. Uh, Molson Muscle. 
You know what Molson muscle yes, is? Yes, I do know what that Molson muscle, muscle is. What do you guys, Joe, what do you think I'm, your Molson muscle is? <laughs> that's a good segue. Jeff, influencer. Yeah, that's a good one. What's I your have Molson no idea muscle? what Molson yeah. muscle is. Yes, Tell us how it uh, Molson, Molson muscle is what they call your beer belly up in Canada. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. So, yes, that's a Molson. I like that, that much sense. better. Much better yeah. than calling a beer belly. Just yeah. call it your Molson yeah. muscle. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the Molson muscle. been working out your Molson yeah, muscle. Yeah, I'm working out my Molson muscle that's right it. now. I've heard it called table muscle, mm-hmm. but that's better. Molson muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. All right. Yeah, we're going to do that, I think, next week. Uh, we'll go over uh, some of the slang and language so we don't look like outsiders when we get up there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We want to fit yeah, in. Yeah, we want to fit in. All you have to do is just, sorry, just walk around. Sorry. 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 Yeah. Sorry, you can't use that against me in court, but sorry. <laughs> and, I, and I've been and I've been researching for next week some some good animals. Nice. All right. Because my goal is on this trip, maybe Joe's going with me. Yeah. Got to see a wolf eel underwater. Yeah. Well, that'll be fun. And maybe a giant Pacific octopus while we're there. Okay. There you go. Love I've it. been promised bald eagle by a plenty. Yeah. Like you said, there'll be so many bald eagle. I'll be tired of seeing bald eagle. Well, it depends where we are, but yes, I've had that happen there, where I've been just. Stop! You'll be shooing away like yeah, it's just like crows. They're like yeah. they're like our seagulls here. You know, like if you hold up a French fry and the seagulls all come after you. This when you hold up that like you hold up a small animal or a small child, the bald <laughs> eagles just come in and <laughs> it's yeah. We have one more beer. All right, why not? This is a uh, Carl Strauss sent this to us. This is Virgin Beer Company Carl Strauss collab Bohemian Grove IPA. And when they do a collab, they get excited about their their can messaging. Yes. And I don't know if we we've read this one before. Uh, we we try to avoid just reading cans, but this is too good to avoid. Deep in the woods lies a secret hideout, an escape for artists and dreamers and adventurers. That's you. Mm, That's that you, Doc. Legend has it two brewers formed a sacred alliance there and crafted a powerful elixir. Hang on, aren't you both from San Diego? You don't live in the woods. You just brewed a collab beer. What are you talking about? See what they did there? That's yeah. Right? Like yeah, oh, nice. talking inside. You know, yeah. They could have cut that. They should have <laughs> asked me about that. <laughs> hey, we're setting the scene. Go with it. <clears throat> it actually says, <clears throat> Really? Introducing Bohemian Grove, a West Coast IPA brewed with our friends at Bergen. Tropical fruit aromas, notes of freshly squeezed citrus, and backed by firm yet balanced bitterness. Viva la vie bohem. Wow. That sound like that's French. A, that, and French? if you're thinking that's like a, a lot to put song. on a can, yeah. it, it is. is. It, it did is. sound like a Coldplay song. Yeah, yeah. It's it a very tiny uh, font, so not a hazy. Looks pretty or hazy. Nice and clear. No, no, it doesn't. Yeah. That was almost a disaster. I did not look at. I did not look the baton all the way into Doc's yeah, hand. There, yeah, I was yeah. too busy looking at how clear the beer was. <laughs> Ooh, a nice stiff white head on it. Whoa. 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 What an interesting thing to say. Yeah. You want to, you want to smell this one? I do. Okay. I was thinking about the stiff white head. <laughs> and I was going to say, and then I just lost. Well, yeah, I said, no, 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 stiffy. That's, what they, that's what they call it. If you were at a beer judging thing, they okay. call that a stiffy. Uh, the, is that true? Okay. No, is that the technical term? That. That's not true. Please don't say that anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to walk in and say, can I get a stiffy when I go to the next brewery I go to? Uh, yeah, I like that. Is too. that a Canadian term, stiffy? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> mm, okay, that's really good. A little more on the pininess. Mm-hmm. Uh, your, your... That's more of West Coast, right? Yep. Yeah, I'd agree. Or for their tropical island IPA. Yeah. Whatever in the world that is. 
this is one of them. So next week, we got Canadian Wild Thing. Yep. We've got Canadian, Canadian Language. Yep. Coming up. More beer. True. We'll see what's coming up. Doc, I'm really glad you're back for this because last week I tried to sub and I think I have tells all over the place because they <laughs> instantly picked the not a beer. So okay. super glad you're back to host. Welcome to Beer Not a Beer, this time with a doc. Today, sticking with the theme, the Canadian theme. The, and what do you call a Canadian? A Canuck. A Canuck. A Molson muscle. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to name three, four Canuck beers. Three are really Canuck beers. One is not a Canuck. It's a Nuck Canuck. All right, here we go. Which beer is not a beer? The Canucky Derby. A snout. Snout. <laughs> Canucky <laughs> Derby. A snout. That's a stout. The Canucky Derby. See what I did there? See that. Beer number three. <laughs> well, which comes after beer number two. Okay. <laughs> Just here's keep, here's to keep beer track. number two. Right. Cold Puck Canuck. An IPA. Cold Puck Canuck. Beer number three. Ichabod. Who? Oh, I can't speak tonight. Ichabod Canuck. A pumpkin beer. See that? Yeah. Ichabod. Ichabod Canuck. A pumpkin beer. And beer number four. Canucklehead. A pale ale. So we have beer number one, Canucky Derby. Beer number two, Cold Puck Canuck. Beer number three, Ichabod Canuck. And beer number four, Canucklehead. Which beer Love it. is not a beer? We'll go counterclockwise because everything's slowing down, flowing counterclockwise. Joe, yes. which beer is not a beer? Canucky Derby. Canucky Derby. Last Talent. week was so much easier. Talent. <laughs> I, I'm going to go... Oh. Joe, you always take the one I want to take, and then uh, you're yeah. always and wrong, then and then I'm wrong, wrong too. <laughs> so I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to go uh, with Knucklehead. Knucklehead, you Knucklehead. Those were my two choices, so I'm going to go Cold Puck Cold Canuck. Cold Puck Canuck, and no one picked Ichabod Canuck. Yeah, which, that's a perfect name. Yeah, yeah, which is a pumpkin beer from Hop Fusion Ale, and actually in Fort Worth, Texas. I've been there. And, oh, yeah. yeah. And it says it's made with uh, pumpkin and Canadian maple syrup. Nice. There you go. Kentucky Derby really oh, is a stout <laughs> from Good River Horse Brewing. This was in New Jersey again, made with Canadian maple syrup. So we're left with Cold Puck Canuck and Canucklehead. Well, Canucklehead really is oh, a wow. beer Ooh. from Great Lakes Brewery in Ontario, Canada. The beer I made up. Is cold puck canuck. Wow, that's like the closest I've been we though. So I felt yeah. I got a little bit of an, I got an adrenaline rush yeah. on that one because I thought I was going to be right. That's a million monkeys yeah. typing on a million typewriters in a million years could write <laughs> Hamlet. <laughs> that, that's what it is for that's me to right. get that one right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank right. you, Doc. That was awesome. It was fun, wasn't it, ladies and gentlemen? Did you choose cold puck canuck? If not, you get another chance next time. We have some more Canadian beer or not a beer. Until then. Oh, we have some beers to rate. Yes. First, we started the, with the Culver Spellcrafter Hazy IPA, 6.5%. Ben and Mike, friends over there uh, at Culver. 
Uh, what, what did you think? Uh, where I, I liked I liked both the hazies. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go four. Very good. That's what I went four. I went four three. That was a that was a favorite of mine. Um, I, I like those milder, less less fruit fruit balmy ones. Then we had In Memoriam by Mother Earth. I'm going four three. Yeah, I went four five. I love that beer. I went yeah. four row. So that makes sense. We just kind of yeah, flop, but but still right in the four range. So get them ready. Uh, then it. we had Bohemian Grove IPA by Bergen uh, Carl Strauss Collab. I'm gonna go three point eight. Okay. I went three nine just because I wanted to rate. It was my third favorite. It was still very solid, very good, but it was my third favorite of the three yeah. we had tonight. And had I we went, had that first, so probably yeah, right, better. probably All right. right. I had a four point oh on that one. So, hey, Will. Well, thank you again, Culver. Thank you again, Brewers Tap Room, for sending us beers to enjoy tonight. Uh, listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us. Make sure you share our podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Help us continue our podcast by visiting our website, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. Sign up for Buy a Coffee. Visit the ILB store. Our links are in the social media. We'd love to keep drinking. Right now, we got to run. B double E double R U N Beer Run. B double E double R U N Beer Run. All we need is a 10 and a 5 or a car and a key and a sober driver. B double E double R U N.